feel that. Tell me that doesn't feel like a cock. I gotta start over. Sorry. Three, uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> One more take. One more take. And three, two. Hey, everybody. Merry Christmas from I'll Watch It Later podcast. As always, I'm Aaron and I'm joined by my best friend, Jordan. Hi, everybody. And my best friend, producer, and brother in law, Scott. Howdy. Uh, this is your very special Christmas episode. We watch Cockfighter. Oh, we watched this, Cockfighter. Like, minutes just just <laughs> I finished. Mean, um, we rolled right in hot. This is a group pick. We watched it together. Uh, we're gonna maybe we'll start doing more stuff like this where we watch everything together and then just fire up the, the mics and talk about it because this is sight unseen. No one knows what any, anybody's gonna say. I think we kind of all know where we stand on it. But uh, if you're listening to this. It is Christmas 2021. Maybe you just got done unwrapping some presents. Maybe you just got done eating with your family. And you just don't want to be around anybody. You just want to throw in your new AirPods or whip your cock out. (laughs) Uh, Fire up your new Bluetooth speaker and listen to a podcast. Well, this is it for you, man. Uh, Go sit down on Amazon, watch Cockfighter, find it on YouTube. Uh, We are here to talk about Cockfighter today. So... This is just, uh, this isn't going to be a normal show. We're not going to, you know, uh, delve incredibly deep into it or anything like that. We are going to talk about it, but if this goes 25 minutes, then that's what it goes. If it goes an hour and a half, that's what it goes. Just kind of initial reactions. So this is directed by Monty Hellman, uh, which, you know, I bought the movie specifically because Quentin Tarantino talked about it. As this now Who? comes up on every show, um, <laughs> I'm now uh, see at least now you're seeing it. <laughs> uh, He's not fighting us anymore. Starring Warren Oates, uh, Ed Begley Jr. I guess if you want to say it's starring him, uh, um, he's got a nice little cameo in it. And uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Harry Dean Stanton. Yes, Harry Dean Stanton. Uh, there's another actor in there. His partner throughout the rest of this movie. Um, I honestly, off the top of my head, can't remember the guy's name. Richard a, B. Scholl? Yeah, he's a character actor that has, you know, he's got a good resume. I mean, you've probably seen him in a few other things. A little bit older than he is in this movie. He looked definitely younger, but it was definitely, you know, recognizable, for at least for me. Absolutely. Um, this movie is, what was it, 1974? Right, 1974. And, uh it was pure 1974, guys. Like, it was 1974 through and through. Um, I well, think that was great about Honestly, I liked that. Me too. Like, it was re- it definitely oozed it captured, early 70s. It captured the time. And in early, like, 1970s, like, South. You know, uh, all yes. the cars were old, but they were new then. You know, some of the, you know, the, the you see the old small towns of, like, I mean, like you said, it looked like, you know. Gulfport and all these other little <laughs> small towns. I mean, they looks like Gulfport now, right? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> Not has much has changed. Um, it's uh, the movie is about uh, Warren Oates plays a, a character who wants to be the greatest 
cockfighter of them all. And he's not <laughs> doing so, so he's, crazy. He's not doing <laughs> so well. So he takes a vow of silence and he starts rebuilding himself as best as he can in an hour and 20 minutes to become the greatest, the best cockfighter ever. And I want to get your guys' takes on it first. I have a whole thing here uh, in my mind that I want to spew and I just don't want to, I don't want to overdo it right up front. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to hear what you guys say. I'm going to bounce some stuff off you, but then I have, I have, I have a diatribe. So let me, uh, let's, uh, let's start with, uh, let's start with Scott. What did you think, Scott? So I was actually pleasantly surprised by this movie. I, it, we kind of went into this thinking, okay, this is going to be a spoof. It's funny. This it's, is a joke it's, to us. It's cockfighter. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. It's funny. <laughs> this is, this was actually a fun movie to watch. It's, this movie could not get made today in any aspect because it is graphic. It is it is real cockfighting, guys. It is, I mean, it shows everything. I mean, they have to stop and pull the metal talons out of the other chickens. And these they, are like, uh, like three, four-inch talons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, and it's it's super bloody. It's super graphic. There's a lot of dead animals in this movie. Like and, buckets. Yes. Like back of the truck, uh, back uh, toilet, uh, bathtubs full of dead roosters. <laughs> like, and I, I think there was a comment thrown at the beginning of this was like, I wonder if the chickens, if they got the chickens to play dead or if this is real. <laughs> and I'm like, this is this is absolutely real. Uh, yeah. it, is, it spared no expense on the realism of this movie. And it was... As sad as it is when you think about it, for probably the amount of chickens that died in this movie, it made it so much more pleasurable to watch, if that makes sense, because of how it real. real it was. I think it well, roosters, by the way. They, well, chickens. I mean, well, I it's think fun I, to say chickens. I, I looked up the competitive rooster chick-cock fighting, and there are chickens that get into this, but okay. I think mainly it's uh, mostly roosters right. that are bred for this. But you said early on that you that they're not going to be able to put that uh, no animals were harmed <laughs> in the making of this movie at the end of the movie. I'm sitting there going... Many animals are harmed in oh, the making of this movie. Lot. Like they are proud of it. Well, it's kind of weird because well, first off, um, I didn't really think it was a spoof or anything. I because I know Monty Hellman is a, a prolific director. He makes a lot of like Tulane Blacktop Criterion grabbed that, and uh, I, I don't know why. I mean, I'm assuming because of the whole cockfighting thing, they didn't make they haven't made this into a you know a catalog, a boutique label with a bunch of special features. It's controversial. Um, well, I, I don't, see it. I don't know? think he says as a spoof like this is a spoof movie. No, no, I think no. the I idea like of us going comedy. into yeah. watching it right. was more of a spoof like, "Oh, we saw it on your shelf, we joked about it. Let's just watch this as a as a larf. Like it's this is going to be funny to us." Yeah, I agree. Like Scott, I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did. Um, but uh, what, what I was trying to say is like the only movie I actually knew that kind of dealt with like animal torture uh for lack of a better term was cannibal holocaust and i know i always got a lot of crap for that i've mm. never heard anyone talk about this film ever except for the podcast i heard it on uh that caused me to buy the dvd in the first place i've never ever heard anyone bring this movie up as like right. a so i'd like to delve delve more deep into that i really can't it, express enough guys usually we have days to research do our little trivia and stuff we watched we we watched the movie we ate dinner and we came back in here to to do the show within so in minutes yeah within minutes it's it uh there was really no prep time so 
Um, maybe there is a big uproar about this, and maybe that's why you never see it uh, programmed anywhere, well, like uh, an Alamo or anything well, like Scott that. Scott and I were talking about it, and I guess they did a film festival not too long ago. You know, not too long. I mean, it could be nineties for all I know. It's <laughs> fucking time. But um, they did ban it in the UK. They did ban it in like Scotland and yes, things like that when they that. were trying to do film festivals and show this movie. Yeah, I so mean, it, was, it has had a little bit of an uproar. So it was banned at the 2006 Edinburgh Film Festival following intervention by the Scottish Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Okay, so that make that makes a lot of sense, especially when you watch this movie. I don't want to delve too much. I don't want to spend too much time on the deaths of the chickens and everything. I really want to talk about the story because I honestly think the story is incredibly great. It actually uh, it's kind of holds up. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> I mean, because you've, you've seen this story before. Exactly. I mean, this is literally every, you know, sports movie, every, yes. you know, coming back from defeat. I mean, this is Rocky. This is fucking, like you said, over the top. This is every football movie. This is Rudy. I mean, this is, this is sport, but with just such a weird twist on it because it is cockfighting. But you put any sport in this situation, and it still works. So yes, I, I it's it's a timeless story. It's just because this guy this guy fight. fails over and over and over again Every throughout time. the beginning of this movie, and that's obviously why he takes his vow of silence. But he 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 loses all these roosters to to the fighting because he just he can't pick these winning cocks and it's it sounds funny but they say cock uh, nine million times in this movie well, <laughs> and and it's so hilarious because it's it's just so just just rolls off the tongue well, to everybody what as was so talking. weird is every time it was said scott goes mm, yummy and I, was like, <laughs> I mean we were eating dinner but it we was were just eating so chicken weird. so i yeah. mean it, we had a theme night it was yeah, great we did i didn't even think of that yeah well when the funny thing is is for the lack of a better term, the reason why he takes the vow of silent is because he got cocky. And, I, and I'm and i using that term kind of as a joke, but very it's, it's true. He, he was very cocky about something. So they impromptu threw down their, their dicks at this point and had a cockfight in the middle of a, uh, in, in a flashback scene in the middle of a hotel room. And his rooster gets killed. So him being cocky got his rooster killed. And because they kept saying, well, you mouth off too much, you drink too much, all this shit, he takes a vow of silence. And that's what prompted him to shut his mouth until, you know, what happens at the end. So I just think, find that kind of funny that his his cocky nature in the realm of cockfighting is what causes him to go on this quest to earn his little medal from, you know, whatever. It's just crazy. Like, it's just, you're right. It's it's a sports movie. Like, this is a sports movie. <laughs> and, and, um, I think so much, like, uh, uh, as a sports movie, it is, is it's a... Uh, Man with no name movie. Like he comes into town, he's an asshole. Uh, I was telling you when we were watching it, what it reminded me of, and you're gonna probably think I'm crazy, but I'm not. I'm not joking when I say this. It reminded me of a western. It reminded me of Once Upon a Time. In I knew you were gonna say that. And because harmonica. It, yeah, it I, was exactly such, what I thought you were gonna it say. It was such a like this. <laughs> he didn't. He wasn't there to make friends. He was there to complete his job. There was a girl waiting for him that he just throws to the side, uses for his own personal. Everything was that he did in this film was to boost his cockfighting ability, and <laughs> he he didn't care who he hurt you along the way. Talking about this, he he didn't care who he hurt along the way, but he was like a fun loving asshole, and the the. Vow of Silence just made him more mysterious, but it he it wasn't felt, hateable. Yeah, it he was, was not hateable in any way. It was just was, so western to me, like so, like I thought I thought Warren Oates was just 
fucking phenomenal in this movie. Like, he was just so, like, oh, I hated him, but, like, at the same time, I didn't hate him. Well, yeah, him. he was a dick. Like, yeah. at the beginning, like, you know, he loses his uh, cockfighting match. He throws his uh, rooster in his giant bin of ch- dead chickens. <laughs> yeah. And then immediately loses his trailer, which is his house, and the woman he is shacking up with. Yeah. And he's like, ah, fuck it. And then he walks away. <laughs> yeah. And and he doesn't give a shit. Does, not he, one bit. Not even a little bit. And he's like, and it, uh, apparently, he, you know, he keeps running into the same guy. He loses all that stuff to yeah. in the beginning. And, you know, I guess he's the one that caused him to take his vow of silence anyway. And he, it's just, he can't seem to get out of his own way. He's cheating at every turn. I, I just, it was such a character study. Like, I, I don't know. It's it, I, I get why this is maybe a cult film. Like, why it's in that realm of uh, the way it is. Yeah. I, I just can't believe I've never heard of it. Well, and, yeah, and he, he, like you said, he, he kind of is cheating. He, he He's narrating parts of the movie. So, throughout the movie, he's kind of telling you certain things. And at the beginning, he's cutting the beak of his chicken to kind of... You know, to make it look like to make it's it cracked. look like it's cracked, so the bets will be higher, and they'll bet against him, and he's in it with somebody to bet against him just so he can win. But he's quick to point out people who cheat. Yes. So he's like, you know, for lack of a better term, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, yeah. and he's really fucking against it. Like All the he's poultry like, puns are it's really gonna be, awesome. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be so awesome. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, it's so quick to point out people fucking up and doing shit when he's, like you said, he's cheating, you know, any time he can. Yeah, and um, at, at the beginning, he goes, he moves his house and, like, everything just to set up. He doesn't care that his, like, I, I want to say sister, maybe. I, I didn't really catch that. It's, it's either his, I think it is his sister because, like, that's the brother-in-law she's living with. Right, because the, the dad owned the house and like it left it to him or something so yeah, he had the title like that, to it yeah. and sold the house from underneath him <laughs> literally from literally, underneath him like hey guess like, what they we're dug moving it up the house. and threw it on a truck and moved it yeah it was uh i don't know man like i just i really loved it it reminded me of indie films that come out today it just it was just a it was just a pleasurable experience even as tired as i was i was very i was very very interested in uh finishing the film and you know I think uh, part of it for me was being able to actually be in the same room with you guys watching this shit. But at the end of it, even the subject matter being as weird as it was, I did find it like an enjoyable experience. Right. Now, this is not something I would say everyone should watch. I want no. people to watch this movie. Definitely don't watch it with your kids. Like, don't even yeah. bring them near it. If you uh, don't like the animal cruelty stuff, you might. I mean, yeah. stay. I mean, it is. It there's it's, a lot of close-ups and there's a oh lot of God. lot of graphic nature to it. Like but you it's, said, they're pulling out talons out of their their neck. Like you see and, these yeah. three-inch metal blades that they tie to the rooster's legs, and oh my God! Like I'm not squeamish. I've seen some shit, but just I, I don't know. Like I said, I kind of wanted it to be like, well, they trained all these roosters to play dead. <laughs> no, they fucking kill. I can't imagine the rooster budget on this movie. Like that's probably like fifty percent of the movie. They killed so many roosters. Monty Hellman's like, I have a million dollars for roosters. <laughs> Just roosters. Alone. But let's not let's not gloss over the fact though that we get uh, for me one of the greatest montages of this whole movie, where he gets his rooster white lightning, white yeah. lightning, and we go into a training montage. There is a training montage of the, rooster, the rooster running a wheel, and he's training it with the, like the other like the fake rooster and stuff. I mean, we get the whole like montage it, to music, a, yeah. like Rocky training for his fight. It's the greatest scene yeah, of the entire the freaking only, movie. For me, the only thing that would have made that better, instead of him narrating him why he's training it and and you know the the, the benefits of training, like just put a, a song over it, like. Yeah. 
this is very like uh, you know montage. like uh, Merle Haggard type music things like that. Montage. Just put a, a, a montage music over the top and have them training the rooster. That would just that would have been a hero. Yeah. That song hasn't been invented yet. I know, but I'm just saying it was like it would just it'd be so classically like placed in in that moment of the movie. It just something along that right. lines would have made it just phenomenally better. Yeah, just elevated just a little bit more. I mean, he's narrating it, telling you why he's doing it, and it makes their legs stronger, and, and yeah, that's great, but. Fucking give me a song and montage that shit. Oh my god, I would have yeah. loved it. Like, you know, intersperse it with some of the fights, White Lightning's winning, and just you know, you know, he's raising the wing up in the air or something. Like, just <laughs> a little shit like that would have made me so happy. But I, it was still good. I get wanting that, but I think that would no, take I know. too much away. Uh, <laughs> Could you imagine? Because it's such a subtly good film, and I agree with you when you say that you want everyone to see it. Except unless you're squeamish or you're against, you know, animal cruelty right. and all that stuff. But I just think it is it's it's it is so timeless and it's just it's something I would be like, Okay, like Parker needs to watch it. Like, you know, you want something so bad that you just I mean, technically you did watch it. He was he was there. <laughs> you know Eating popcorn and enjoying the movie. They know what I mean. You're like, son, you remember when we watched Cockfighter? You're like, oh look, there's a topless scene. Look! Just pointing at the screen. It was very weird. I love how he how he treated that girl. He did not give a fuck about her. Yeah, like he's laying out by the lake and you know, he's got the girl. He's got her shirt off. She's montaging why, like, you know, I want this, I want that, and then he's like, Well, fuck you. Doesn't even say it, just gets yeah. up. Like you said, Go just go skip a rock, but doesn't. He just fucking chucks it across <laughs> the, lake the lake and then walks away. I'm like, because he doesn't have any interest in time for girls, bro. He has he's to be training, the man. best. <sighs> that is what made him made him such a great character. He's so unrelenting, exactly. unrelenting, and uh, I just, man, I just can't get over <laughs> Orin Oates' performance in this movie. I thought it was pretty it was, good. What I mean, have I seen him in? Like, have uh, you? Can you think of anything else that? Because he, he looked familiar, but I can't place him. Like I know the name. This this was his Wally performance, right? Where just you just complete... go the whole movie not saying a single word. Yeah, like there was a flashback scene where you hear him talk, and he then... was in Stripes. Okay, wow. I, yeah, that's where I. That's I, honestly, I think that's where I'm placing him. He's uh, in Two Lane Blacktop, which I've never seen, but I have always wanted to. I well, that was carry... another Monty Hellman movie, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, because he the Wild Bunch, but the old one, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, 1969 one. Yeah, Monty Hellman's known for doing like road movies. Like he yes. he loved road movies. He he's like it was like the last frontier and, for him. And, and I would say technically that Cockfighter is a road movie. It is. Like, I mean, he's going from town to town doing yeah. all these big fights, and I think that's where I maybe you and I differ on the whole man with no name thing because this guy is literally well known like he is big in the middle of all this stuff like everyone knows this guy and even where Ed Begley Jr. was like I want to have my fight with this you you're famous let my rooster kick your ass and then right well well, not like man with no name I know like he's going from town to town he's just like drifting in and out getting going into town doing his thing taking what he wants and leaving and everyone knows who he is but they're not, you know, it's kind of like, yeah. oh, I don't, you know, he's mysterious, what's going on? All he wants is to be a cockfight, but no one knows anything else about him. Because he, like, kind of alludes to, like, his dad's stuff and, you know, like, the life he left behind to pursue this cockfighting dream. And I just, that's all I, dream, that's, just, that's all I meant by that. I don't yeah, mean, like, okay. literally, like, the Clint Eastwood character or anything. It was just, uh... It was just uh, it was a very interesting portrayal for such a weird right. subject matter. Yeah, it definitely was, and I just I liked seeing some of the just the the randomness of it. Like when they 
they're just randomly in a hotel room talking about, okay, so this room is where we're going to move all the furniture and set up this cockfighting ring. And then, you know, this is where we're going to do this in the bathroom. And this, and then all of a sudden, uh, Keanu Reeves, fucking or... the dead presidents from Point Break <laughs> come in and rob these old men of all their wallets. Because they know all the money that's being No, bad. I get that. So, but like, my thing is, I wanted to know who these guys that robbed them were. Were they insiders? Did they, were they part of it all? And they knew... <laughs> Uh, you know, these guys would be here at this time. Like, I kind of wanted to know that little side story for a second, but I think it was just there. It was to, funny. Like, to, I love that scene. I think it was just there to show you, like, it's a, it's dangerous no matter where right. you're at. It's all, you know, literally in a Motel the, Six. Yeah, these are always there's <laughs> always you know these this sketchy element to it. No matter no matter who's in on it or who's involved Which, with it, uh, it is weird because you're saying that there's this sketchy element and it feels very like underground and secretive. But it's not like we're watching right. this, and at the end, the, the senator of the state is is sanctioning you know this cockfight, and they have this big you know cockfighter championship dinner at the mansion, and like, I don't know, it just feels <laughs> like at one point it's underground, but then at other points it feels like a state sport. Well, like, I feel it's like so weird. I feel like they're not trying to normalize it. it. That's why they send in the robbers. Like, oh, this isn't something that's normal. Like, bad things still happen. Yeah. Yes, it is. Put to an elite. It almost reminds me, you know, like I. That, this was made in 1974, and clearly we've had movies similar to this. But it's almost like uh, I hate to even use this as an example, but like a Fast and the Furious or uh, that movie Fighting with Channing Tatum, where it's like you know that this is going on illegal street racing, illegal MMA, but there's still you don't know where to go to see it, and it, it's it's still dangerous. Like everyone knows where to go to see it. Apparently, they're bringing <laughs> families to cockfights and getting pictures with the, you know, the reigning cockfighter champions and stuff like that. So, I mean, well, that's elite. I just it feels weird. Where like some scenes where, like I said, they were fighting inside hotel rooms. Other scenes were like you know someone you know someone's barn, and then you know you're at the governor's mansion. <laughs> you know, well, the crazy just, the crazy thing is a lot of the I, I'm just kind of looking up yeah. some stuff on cockfighting and a lot of like in-state cockfighting wasn't even banned till like the 2000s. 2007 was Louisiana's like, most recent Yeah, one. this one says like Oklahoma in 2002. Yeah. yeah. I mean so I mean it was legal for a while. Right. But that I'm saying I'm pretty sure it was considered shady or uh, uh, like less I don't know. Desirable. That one guy wore his medal like it was a oh, he badge of that. honor. He would and <laughs> whip it out for anyone to see. Yeah. He's Which guy- um, is the writer of the book that this is based on. So he wrote the book 10 years prior. Awesome. And then, yeah, now you know he was acting as the uh, the facilitator for Warren Oates' character to get White Lightning. And then yeah. apparently, like, 10 black chickens. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Very racist movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, because... Uh, uh, James Earl Jones' dad is in it. Yes. So and, uh, <laughs> I made an offhand comment that when I was watch- uh, looking it up and then I saw the the beginning credits, Robert Earl Jones was in the movie. And for a second, my eyes played tricks on me. And I was like, oh, James Earl Jones. This is going to be his first, one of his first movies. And it wasn't him. And I was like, okay. His, the guy's character comes on screen. And I was like, he kind of looks like him. And I made a comment. And, we, and Scott looked it up or someone looked it up. And sure enough, James Earl Jones' father, Robert Earl Jones, is in this movie. And... Sounds just like James Earl Jones. Looks just like James Earl Jones. It was so weird because I just, I after knowing that, I could not not hear it. You know what yeah, I mean? It was I so com- cool. I completely agree. And it's uh, like I never knew his dad was an actor. And uh, I looked it up, and apparently he went by Earl Jones for a lot of older movies and stuff like that. So it's kind of neat to see. Like we've watched some of these older movies, and they're like time capsules to seeing some of these act. Like when we watched. Um, 
Rumblefish. We see yes. some of these actors we know in younger roles, and they, you know they look young, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is crazy to see them. To see James Earl Jones' dad in this was kind of weird. It's like the time where I I found out that Cuba Gooding Jr.'s dad was like a disco music artist, <laughs> and I found an album of his. I'm like, that is so random and weird. Like I didn't know about this kind of like lineage. That's how it kind of felt for me. It was like, this is neat. And that is exactly the reason I wanted to do this in the first place is for stuff like that. Because all the, you got to know where you're, you came from to know where you're going. And I think visiting old movies like this uh, is just just so awesome. Because, yeah, you've seen it done better, but you, you don't get all the like, oh, you know, oh, they're doing this in 1974. Like, I've seen this. Uh, two two weeks ago or or whatever. Oh, oh my goodness, James Earl Jones's dad. That's in crazy. That's yeah. yeah. So I I mean I love I love old discoveries. This this is uh this is definitely up there for the year as a discovery for me. I I just I please watch this film. Like if you have not seen it, please Amazon, you get the Shout TV, you can watch it for free. It's a great quality, way better than the YouTube rip. Yeah, um, for sure. So, and I have the DVD and I have the DVD and everyone's like well, why don't you just put the DVD in? Because that DVD is the YouTube rip. So I just so it, if you have setting is that yeah, now? if you have <laughs> access to Amazon, I'd watch it on there. Uh, it's just I from it's it. I like these kinds of older movies. Me too. Um, I, I I do think you're right. It's nice to see where things came from before they get to where they are. Um, I'll be honest. I thought this movie was gonna be boring as shit. Well, the funny thing is, is that <laughs> I did, really I did. I honestly enjoy how organic and dumb us getting to this point right. a couple weeks later, as you know, we're giving Aaron shit for owning the movie Cockfighter, <laughs> and it's become this joke, and then it snowballed into let's just fucking watch it, and it was a much more enjoyable experience. Like I said, setting, I think it was fun to get together and do this. Um, I would like to do this more often with me some too, stuff, even if it's stuff we've all seen, and let's just do it. I yeah. mean, me and Scott are way into, and, and I know Aaron will get on board eventually with the let's live do this, and, and we'll just fucking riff <laughs> Yeah, we were on literally it. talking about just like hooking up the mics My, and watching yeah. the TV and, and doing commentary and it might the whole have damn to be, thing. And it might have to be something that we maybe have already seen, so it doesn't ruin the experience of experiencing something new. I get that, and I know like we can mystery science 3000 this For bitch, sure. but my problem is is... As you guys know. Yes, I said I, Masterpiece Theater on the previous <laughs> show. So it's Mystery Science Theater for the Santa Claus. Yep. I understand what you're saying. I just want I just want to put that out there because I just as you said that I just thought about it because I said Masterpiece Theater and I, oh. somebody's going to say, You dumbass, it wasn't Masterpiece Theater, <laughs> it was Mystery Science Theater. Um but what I'm trying to say is like these guys will knock my lightsaber slightly off the wall and it will ruin <laughs> the entire show for me. It does distract so, him like so completely. Trying to watch a movie and discuss a film at the same time is something I'm going I will absolutely do it. It's just something I'm going to have to fucking figure out how to do because when I'm here with you More guys, sleep, I'm we'll get you some caffeine. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll have some fun. Like I said, it doesn't have to be something we haven't seen. I think if we haven't seen it, like with Cockfighter, I think that format, as much as I thought would have been good, I see now that maybe it would have taken away from us 
actually really month. enjoying it. Right. But if we pick a movie or you know someone writes in and wants us to do something like a revisit, uh, like a revisit. That's or why I said like, Night of the Demon. I've never seen that, and I know it's very expensive overseas. It's like a seventy dollars disc. But uh, aren't they redoing it? Yeah, like Severin's coming back with it. It is literally a movie about a Bigfoot and that rips off a biker's dick. I mean, yeah. the whole movie's not about that That's exact the scene. That's but, the plot. But it's about a Bigfoot that goes around killing at night and uh, that he rips off a yeah, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a trend here. Oh. <laughs> Man, what a, what a day. Oh, my goodness. But, I mean, at the end, so we get to the ending, right, of this movie. Oh, man. And there's literally the fight. So he goes in to the swanky cockfight, right? They're all in dressed up in suits, and they got numbers on their backs, and he rides in with white lightning, right? And they make this dramatic fight to the death with White Lightning, where they're close up on the faces of these oh, these roosters. It's actually very sad. And they <laughs> so like sad. like White Lightning's like looking at him like, "Oh, I'm just do- I'm doing this for you, buddy." And it's very, it's actually kind of almost like when you get into those sports movies, very emotional. And they're pulling these talons out of the freaking necks, and they put the birds, and they're lying on each other, and they're bleeding, and the blood spraying on the the fancy shoes and stuff. And then he, the woman that he like loves comes comes strolling in, and he sees her, and she gets disgusted by this whole thing, right? And, and walks off, and the fight is over, and he wins cockfighter. He wins the, of the, the he, year. yeah. He wins the the match. Well, at this point, he doesn't know he's cockfighter of the year, so he follows her into the parking lot with this dead dead rooster, just carrying it around, and like she is just giving him the fucking works. And he fucking puts the rooster on the ground and puts his foot on his head and tears the fucking head off of this rooster and proceeds to hand her the head of this fucking rooster. This guy is a cat and just (laughs) killed a pigeon and is giving it to you as a gift at this point. Pretty much. (laughs) And it's just so... I I mean, I I, kind of like half mouth open for this. I'm like, we all looked at each other and was like, he just tore his fucking rooster's head off. I audibly (laughs) could not believe it. Because... I think the idea is that she has she knows that this is what he's into. I think honestly, I think she has been to a few of these. I think she I don't think she's disgusted by the fighting itself. She came. I think what <laughs> happened in, in yeah, damn and oh, the mics. Uh, now he laughs. Uh, we've, we've been saying cock all night and this is the one time he thought it was funny. Um, Are you talking about me? Yeah, you. Uh, <laughs> so I think what happened is that she finally really focused on him. And she even says it, that when she's watching the fight happen, she sees how into it he is. How, I don't think no matter what, he's ever going to give this up. She knows she can't change him, she's right? ne- He's never going to change. He's never going to stop pursuing this. Even if he wins, he's still going to keep going. She's always going to be second tier to That's cockfighting. the man with no name yeah. thing I was talking about. I just don't know what else to call it. But yeah, fine. absolutely. That, and, I completely well, agree it's with It's the moral at said. the end of like, you give up everything. He, he's given up to everything. To win. Yes. And, to be yeah. the best. And you want to finally lost the, the girl. Best. Yes. And, and, he's, and he gets cockfighter of the year. Right. He's so intense on it and he's he's happy that he's won. And he's, his... To spoil it, because fuck it. We do that. <laughs> he finally wins the last match. His rooster kills the other rooster, but that rooster Barely. also kills his rooster. So it's literally a draw, but it's not because of the way they do the scoring. And his rooster finally wins. And Well, it was still alive. Barely, so when he, when he picked barely. it up, the rooster was still like just barely hanging Which on. Which I guess makes it worse that he yes. steps on this dude, this chicken's <laughs> fucking head, and... Ro- rips it off one motion it wasn't like a jerk try to get this no rips the chicken's head off picks it up 
open palms her and <laughs> slaps it in her hand like he just handed her a wad of money. And she's like disgusted for a half a second and then makes that realization like, Never gonna change them. You're never gonna change. I, you, you lost maybe me. Maybe one of the greatest and, but, scenes in cinema but history. Also, now. But also, now you think about, it, but <laughs> but he also probably he he says it. But I think you also realize she does love him because she's that upset about what happened, and so she takes her handkerchief. Wraps it up like leftovers and sticks it in her purse. purse. Like she didn't throw the chicken's head down in disgust. She didn't drop it and walk off. She I think w- she just wiped her hand off. No, no, she, she rolled it up rolled in the, the chicken's head and stuck it in her purse like fucking leftovers. Got in her car and took off. And this is where you finally get that moment. You just won Cockfighter of the Year, all but pretty much won this. And then he's like, "She loves me." And it's like the first real word, like other than the narration and voiceover and that flashback, you don't hear anything from him until this moment. Roll credits, and I'm like, "Are oh, you I'm, fucking kidding oh, me?" I thought it was a perfect. Ending. <laughs> it was a great ending. It was just like. Wow! Like yeah. rips the chick, the fucking rooster's I, head off, I, I and bet. then hands it to her. <laughs> I think even the wild the ending with the two the two fighting to the death, and they both kind of kill each other. I think that was kind of like maybe a metaphor for the whole thing. Like you're you might win, but you killing yourself at the same time type I mean, it's of possible. situation. Uh, that's just how it felt to me. Like oh yeah, he's gonna win, but he's gonna lose. No he's joke. I'm gonna look for the book. Yeah. I want to find the book, and I want to read this book and see... Audible, baby. <laughs> <laughs> your your wife's going to see book. this on the nightstand, and she's going to be like, what Cockfighter? are you into right now? That's funny. <laughs> just it would be fantastic to find this book and then just see what they like, what they kept in, what they, you know... I I hate that I like this so looks, much. looks like they really fucking did. kept a lot of it in. I, I don't know, man. It's like, I can't imagine cutting much out because they left a lot of stuff. Uh, I, mean, I saw something that there is a, a longer version, but I, I don't even with know. With more death. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know how else to, to access it or anything. And the pacing of the movie is actually pretty decent. It, it There's, no slow, there's right. no slow down. There's no slow parts to it. I, I was falling moves. asleep, but for other reasons, not because this movie was boring in any way. I actually stood up so I could make sure I could keep myself awake. To I thought he was it. just super into the But if this fighting. movie was at remote any part boring, you'd have been gone. <laughs> yeah, no, it, yeah, it, 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 it honestly held my attention. Yes. And that's just, it's wild to think that. Like like I said, started as a joke. I just, like, this is funny, haha. And I'm, like, sitting there watching it. I mean, we, like, you know, we shit, cracked a good movie. We cracked wise every now and then. But for the most part, there was a lot of lulls where we're just watching it. Like, yeah. eyes glued to the TV, Aaron standing up doing, you know, front kicks to keep awake. And <laughs> it was, it was, it was enjoyable. Like a lot more than I honestly expected. Yeah, it, it, was, to be. It, it exceeded my expectations. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's rate it, Jordan. What, what do you give it? Uh, I'm going to give it a three. It's, it's better than most. Um, it, you're right. I mean, it's a good sports movie as, <laughs> as much as I hate to say it. Uh, I would probably rewatch it just for fun. Um, I want to get the book. I want to see, you know, what's going on about it. I, I, I think it was really fun. Like there were parts that were enjoyable. Then there's got that cringy moments with the, the the roosters. You even get a really fun, stupid fight between a young, gangly, dumb looking Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> that was awesome. And Warren Oates, and it's just it's 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 silly in parts where it needs to be silly. But I think it was an enjoyable movie. And Scott, what, what do you? What do you I, feel? I was kind of thinking right about the same, man. It's probably a three, maybe a strong three. I don't know if I'd go three and a half, but I mean, for me, it's a three, which is better than 
better than halfway. You know, I mean, it's it was an enjoyable movie. Like I said, I, I it, it kind of took me by surprise how much I actually enjoyed it because I didn't think I was going to like this movie. Being a movie from 1974, I thought to myself, I was just planting the seed. I'm like, I'm probably not going to like this movie. I'm probably boosting myself up for something that is going to be disappointing for me. <laughs> and it it wasn't. So, I mean, if you're looking for a good movie to just watch something completely different, I, I mean, I, I can recommend this. Um, yeah, I this to me is... A24 before A24 exists. Right. This is Lamb. Uh, this is... No, Lamb sucks <laughs> ever. This is... Uh, well, I know we hate Midsummer, but in the vein of Midsummer, I think if this was made today, it would be... All the teeny boppers would do their uh, dissertations at college on this film. I think, I think that this film holds up. I think for a, a film being from 1974, it is endlessly rewatchable. It is endlessly just... Uh, you know, what's the what's the word? Relatable. Um, I think Warren Oates was amazing. I think the story was really good. I thought the ending was good. I thought the entire thing was interesting. So I'm gonna give it a four. Uh, I will. I would really like a better version of this, like to put in my collection. I would. I'd get the collector set of this. I'd watch it at Alamo with a with a bunch of people, and I'd discuss it with people outside afterwards. I think. I don't think we're ever going to see that time of day where somebody's going to play this in a theater. No, unless you go to a, like a private theater, yeah, like, like Tarantino's theater or LA or something like yeah, that, where they yeah. would do that. Because this is, yeah, this is a grindhouse midnight showing at like yeah, and like I would definitely LA. go to a midnight showing. There will be this. people with picket signs probably yeah. out front picketing for animal cruelty. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, but I <laughs> oh, just think uh, everywhere. I just think if you're if you're wondering like what indie movies look like in the '70s and '80s, this is this is the perfect example. This is. Uh, very low budget, but just packs such a such an impact. And uh, you know, Monty Hellman is a lo- uh, is a legend in Hollywood. You know, he produced Reservoir Dogs. It's just you he understand just, uh, why. You understand why. Passed away. Too. He did. He did pass away. And uh, like recently, I'm, like within either this la- this year or early last year, something right. like that. And um, I know, you know, I talk a lot about Tarantino and Wait, stuff who? like that. But uh, I just I never think heard of her. I think this is uh, this is a testament to, to when you get onto the director, you know, Mount Rushmore. And I'm not saying Monty Hellman deserves that. I'm just saying that like it, you you get to see where everyone came from. And, well, you I know, think this, what his this is a lot done. of influence in the Tarantino stuff. I apologize. Well, Monty Hellman, what he's done is laid the groundwork for a lot of these other directors to, like you know, he's. You know, holding all these other directors up, like you said, he helped uh, fund Reservoir Dogs and get Reservoir Dogs up and running, and it started Quentin Tarantino's career. I mean, I'm sure he's influenced a lot of other directors and things like that. They may not be making the same subject matter, but I mean, it, it's it's there. I mean, Roger Corman at one point wanted to direct this movie, and once he saw I the, saw that once he saw you know what Monty Hellman was doing with it, he's like, no, I'll just produce it. Yeah, like you know, the, the, he's he you, you show respect where the respect is earned, and that's what happened. Exactly, and uh, I own uh, the Criterion of Tulane Blacktop. At some point, I'm going to pick that for the show because <laughs> I know we do do not have it, but we do. Our, our, my, no, my expectations might be a little bit higher now. <laughs> so. Well, it's a complete road trip movie. From what I've heard, it's a complete like they're on like the road, stuff. like, and it's you know two lane blacktop. So, well, everyone, um, 
I just want to say Merry Christmas. I hope or uh, Happy Holidays, whatever you're celebrating today. If even if you're not very happy Hansa Kwanzaa. Yeah. Even if you're not celebrating today, even if you're just hanging out and you're just looking for a podcast, thank you so much for being with us today. We are so happy to do stuff like this for you guys, just to just to have something fun to listen to. Um, I uh, just if you're hearing this on the 26th, then you know our next show is the top five. Uh, we'd love your suggestions. Anything you saw this year that you found interesting, I, we'll bring it up on the show. Like we we'll always talk about what you guys send us. So. Um, get ready for our next episode, which I said last week was probably my most, uh, I'm like, the I'm so there. fucking excited because we don't have to sit here and rate a movie. Uh, we, you know, it's, 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 no. it's hard to talk about movies. Sometimes you get to talk about a bunch of different stuff that you love throughout the year and a bunch of different stuff you've hated. And, uh, I think we all have, uh, different lists and just, it's going to be a lot of fun guys. Well, it's uh, like when we did, uh, that other movie, you know, our favorite Halloween or something yeah, like that. Exactly. It's, it's, I sometimes love that it's episode. nice to talk about a movie without having to quantify how you felt about exactly. it. Exactly. Um, even though we're quantifying by placing it in the top five, <laughs> but I think, uh, I'm with you. I'm looking forward to it. I cannot wait to make Scott have to pull a lot of audio for this. Oh, one. I know. <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> this is going to be so so good. I'm I'm happy for it. And so this is gonna be fun. And here's how that conversation goes. Okay, Scott, I'll um I'll uh, pull all the uh, no 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 Aaron. I have to pl- put it in there, and that's the hard part. <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, thank you guys so much, and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Uh, please watch. Go out and watch Cockfighter. Hit us up on the Facebook. I'll watch it later. Podcast. Uh, Instagram at Watch It Later Pod. Twitter at Watch It Later Pod, and our website is WatchItLaterPod.com. <laughs> Jordan's throwing my fucking movies <laughs> off the shelf. It's all good. Um, we know some of you have watched it already, so churn, you know, churn, chime in, churn in. I was going to say churn in, yeah. but ch- chime in and and let us know what you thought about the movie. Absolutely. I, w- I'm not kidding you. I know we say this every week. Uh, I know there's at least 750 people who've downloaded this, so um, not including ourselves. Just send a quick message on Facebook. Just. Fuck you guys. I, we'll, yeah. we'll respond. Fuck Aaron. We will literally Please. set aside a section of the show just to talk to you. So we will always bring you up. We will make our listeners a part of our show, and we'll never, ever, ever be mean to you about it. And we, if you want to come on the show and talk about something, fuck you. We'll more than figure, we will put we it together. We have a fourth mic. We're, so we're, we're, we're working on... Getting everything set up to, you know, zoom maybe in. zoom in or have a fourth mic if somebody wants to come in in studio to yeah. to have conversations. I mean, we'll do it. Man. I've already we'll talked to some people, some of my uh, cinephile friends, and I know they want to be on the show. I think we're going to mirror in here sometime next year after everything settles down. And like I said, I'm still ta- trying to reach out to the guys at Severin, the guys at Orbit, uh, just all sorts of different people. Um, we're not we're not taking this. You know, it's just some goofy thing we're doing. We're actually really putting in some work here. We're so, really trying to get cockfighter of the year, uh, guys. We will see you guys <laughs> in 2022. That's what I medals for all of us. Uh, as always, I'm Aaron. I'm Jordan. And it's Scott. And, at, and I'm and, White Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, keep lying to your friends about the movies you're watching. Have a good... Well, here we go a, again. Oh, the new, <laughs> the new one. Oh, this is great. Have I a, can't wait. Have a great Christmas. Yeah, Happy Christmas. holidays. Thank you guys so much.
all right.